Guardian, we've picked up a high-gain transmission. Origin point is somewhere along the coast, near the Cosmodrome. What is up, Guardians? This is Cosmodrome Radio, broadcasting from here all the way from Neo Muna because we're hanging now on Neptune, getting ready for Lightfall that is less than a week away. We are not at the Cosmodrome right now, but we are still Cosmodrome Radio. We are hanging out with uh, with some Cloud Striders, getting ready for what's going down. And man, did Bungie really up the ante in terms of things that are going down right before launch? Because man, stuff's going down. Um, you can, uh, this is Cosmodrome Radio, the podcast all about Destiny 2 and everything about it. Um, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, YouTube, all those great places, Amazon Music and Audible, uh, iHeartRadio, if, if that's at your platform of choice, all those great places. And you can follow us on Twitter at Cosmodrome Radio. And if you just need to find a link to where you can listen to the show, to go to CosmodromeRadio.com and you will see where you can listen to this show. But... My name is Panda the Paladin. I am, I'm struggling because I am officially 19 runs into this week's Grandmaster Nightfall, and I've only gotten three. Uh, I saw only two, like 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 half the God roll I need, while the other 18 Wendigos have been horrible. Um, to the Bungie developer that thought putting Rangefinder. On a heavy grenade launcher in the fourth column, on an adept weapon that everyone's trying to farm for next season, because you're finally making heavy grenade launchers worth people's time, I just want to talk. I, I, I just want to talk. Because why on God's green earth would you put Rangefinder on a heavy grenade launcher? A lot of the cross map on PvP. No. No, no. <laughs> but no, no, no. I've been there I, for all 18 runs. No, you haven't, because like, I, I did some this morning. Um, but ah. <laughs> I LFG'd for a couple hours. But like, but no, like, like you were there for about like fifteen of them. But, um, but just in general, um, you know, I just want to talk, Bungie. I, I, I just want to talk. But I should probably introduce my, my co-host to my left. Uh, we have uh both of my hooligan co-hosts who are playing Dares of Eternity while I'm actually in my recording studio. Um, but the one who has been suffering in GMs with me all week, who already has his god roll, I'm salty about it. We have Alchemy oh, Kai. Both of the god rolls. <laughs> Not the guys. clown cartridge and the explosive light and the auto loading explosive light roll. Uh, see, I, I got auto loading explosive light. I just need spike nades, and I haven't got spike nades, and it's just like, <sighs> Bungie, you're messing with me. So we we almost there. We almost there. We got, we won't do some more tonight and tomorrow. We're gonna have some fun. It's fine. Um, and then we have the the the, the clan mom, the tower mom, the heart the hardest working one there is. How you doing? Doing good, my dear. How are you? I'm stressed because someone at Bungie thinks it's a good idea to put range finder on a heavy GL, but it's fine. It's fine. We're gonna move I past it. Not either. <laughs> I I agree with you. Like, what the heck? It's a uh, it's. It's a freaking heavy GL. You don't need rangefinder on that. All you got to do is point and shoot. Like sidearms, <laughs> pulse rifles, scout rifles, I, I hand cannons. I can get behind it, but like on a GL, my guy, like somebody, like I just want to talk, please. But it's fine. It's fine. We we, we go do some more runs tonight, and we'll make it work. It's fine. 
Um, no? so Bungie, like like we already said, are like sort of just like dove straight into it beginning of the week, just throwing hands and off rip. The community is caught like 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 split down the middle about this, and for once, I actually am on the side of like the content creators and the hardcore players when it comes to this and it's going to be an interesting conversation so Bungie decided to roll out uh, an article called Bring- bringing challenge back to, Dest- to, De- to destiny where they talked about the different uh like things they're doing to add difficulty back into the game they're, they're like doing certain things not only eliminating the adept level of content there's only going to be hero legend and master and grandmaster now there's not going to be the depth version and off the rip people are concerned and we're not going to go like super in depth with it we'll highlight a couple of certain things that bungie did kind of add to to the article because other content creators and also we'll link the article in the description because going through the whole thing verbatim would be kind of excessive like just like right now but we are going to talk about it specifically because of the fact that it has raised a lot of concerns because people see the changes that are coming and without even being able to play the content yet, people are up in arms. A lot of the casual community is very much saying that we we aren't going to be able to complete the content. There's not enough reward for the content being like harder. The game is going to be too hard for casual players. And... I like normally I'm very much someone who's like make the game accessible to everybody make it so like anybody could dive in but when it comes to this specifically especially when they're like eliminating the adept they're making it so because they even said uh next season soft cap which is where you stop getting exponential growth and only get like like you get smaller bumps and levels like afterwards because soft cap and hard cap are are usually about a 10 le- uh, light level difference this the for an expansion is usually about a 50 a 50 level difference so you're gonna see it being somewhat harder to grind that content and get your pinnacles they said soft cap is gonna be 1750 mm-hmm. and uh hard, the power cap the hard cap is gonna be 1800 so even with the artifact pushing you to like 18, 15, 18, 20 or whatever, your max legendary armor this season is going to be 1800 even. And yet, Bungie came out and said, okay, cool. Hero activities for season 20 are going to be 1770. Legend is going to be 1830. Master is going to be 1840. And GMs are just, are just always going to be minus 25 power regardless. So, when looking at this and examining this, it doesn't seem that bad. Because hero means if you're at hard cap, if you're at power cap where you can't go any higher in light, 1800, that means the difficulty is pretty much going to be the exact same for the hero-based activities. G- like, like norm- if normal strikes in the Vanguard playlist are going to be about the hero level. You're not going to see, like... Yeah constant team wipes in the strikes and i think that's where people are kind of getting lost because bungie doesn't really do a good well like like a good job always explaining their phrases like soft cap and power cap has been a mess and a confusion for the community for years but when you actually like like this season specifically it was 1680 was the 
hard cap, and then it was like sixteen ninety, I believe. Am I am I correct? Fifteen eighty, fifteen ninety, and then oh. pinnacle cap was sixteen hundred. That's right, fifteen eighty, fifteen ninety. So you you so it's a ten different because we like this season specifically. If you got to fifteen eighty, then your pinnacles would only be like one level up unless you did a raid. It's like one level up so like like one pinnacle will be 1581 and then the next week 1582 etc you have to slowly go from soft cap to power to power cap but even with soft cap if i'm at 1750 that means a hero based activity is only going to be 20 light above me which is average content so yeah. While they are kind of saying, hey, we're going to be adding different modifiers, like we're saying, mismatch shield, we are getting rid of match game. They said it's flat out, we're getting rid of match game, but that doesn't mean elemental shields are just going away. Like, that, mean, like, but there'll still be elemental stuff that affects different things, but mismatch shields, like, say, if I, if I have a solar scout rifle and I shoot a void shield, it does 50% less damage. Versus if I had a Void Scout rifle shooting a Void Shield. That makes Which sense. Which is what it does currently anyways, isn't it? I think it's, I think it's a different percentage. I think, like, I don't know specifically. Someone would have to do the math, but I, I don't know specifically. But even here, I don't have a problem with that. That just means yeah. it's across the board. They, they won't be adding Magic Game as a modifier, and this is just what, what it's going to be across the board. So... I'm cool with that. I bring adaptive munitions into activities anyway. <laughs> so I'm that guy. But <laughs> I, mean, I feel like adaptive munitions is gonna be more viable now. Oh most definitely. Oh, and yeah, even, and oh yeah, no, it's gonna be great. And like they even said, hey, we're getting rid of burns. There's gonna be surges and threats. Surges increases your outgoing damage. So your damage like 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 will be I believe outgoing means like to you, to you or outward. I can't think. Outgoing I think, is the damage that you do. Right. Cool. And then it says threats are the the damage that that uh, oh, enemies do. To you. Yeah. Yeah. And then they explains that overcharge weapons are going to be weapons that deal twenty five percent more damage in an activity. So like randomly, in a certain activity, pulse rifles will do more damage. SMGs will randomly do more damage. Like. If you really sit down and look at this, it's not really anything different than what we've already been doing. They're just changing certain words and adding a couple other things that make it more fun. Yeah. And, oh, go ahead, Tower. Oh, no, no, I was just agreeing with you. <laughs> um, and, and, like, in general, I think the the, like, the issue with the community is, and, and like, like, like I said, normally I'm very much, like, advocate for the casual community. Advocate because like like streamers and content creators and hardcore players, they kind of have a have a warped perspective on things. And people have heard me bitch and moan about the, the resilience changes. And recently, people have been outcrying saying, "Well, needs to be nerfed." And I'm like, "Shut up! It's fine. There's nothing no, wrong it with it. You can you can still get one shot in a well." So I don't want to hear it. I don't so, know how many times that happened this weekend. Oh my god, <laughs> we were incorrupted and we were getting one shot, but but freaking. Um, or in glass way, we were getting one shot in wills. Um, but and also more than nothing as well. Yeah. So it's like in general, like there's still certain things that content creators need to kind of like calm down about. 
But when it comes to this, I'm going to say casual community, we've had it too easy for too long. Like, I'll be the one to say it. And, like, for you to want to go into an activity with blue armor or low stat armor and, like, weapons with mismatched perks that you haven't had, you don't have a god roll of yet, and you're just like, I want to just use this and have fun and, like, yada, yada. That's cool. You can have fun, but the content's still going to be a little bit challenging. You have to try. Now, let me put a caveat on that. I am not saying what what, what toxic players are saying. I am not saying get good because that is a stupid phrase. They brought it from Dark Souls and other things. That's not what I'm trying to say. (laughs) I am saying we have to admit that playing a video game requires playing the video game. We have to put in effort, learn, build crafting. If you can listen to this podcast, if you can listen to the other, other YouTube videos, you can learn how to build craft. You can learn what exotic pairs with what mods next season. Hell, everybody's going into Lightfall with a brand new armor system. We have no concept of what mods we're getting. What like they, the only thing we know is Warmind cells are gone. Like mm-hmm. elemental like wells are changing. Charge with lights changing. There's so much going on, and yet yeah. people are like, "Oh, this is the end of the world." Hell. I'm not going to say the person's name. I'm not going to call them out. I'm not going to do them dirty. But I am still going to highlight the fact that there was somebody on Twitter who quite literally posted. Like This could totally just be like hyperbole or some bullshit. It could be fake. Like They posted a picture of their monitor where they punched their monitor in frustration. And the caption says, when Bungie announced the difficulty change yesterday, I couldn't control my anger, and I destroyed my TV and threw my Dell laptop at the wall. And I'm just like, what? Honestly. It is so frustrating to see people do that kind of stuff. And he's like, I've spent hundreds of hours trying to complete certain things and whatnot. And I'm just like, bro, if you like, it, like, there should be like, hell, like, we've noticed this for years. If you can hop on a sparrow and speed run a strike, you, you have it too easy. Like, hands down, you have it too easy. That's, that's just the cut and dry of it. Like, if you, if you're at, if you're at a high, now, granted, this season, when we were lower light and the highest battlegrounds being five above us kind of kicked our ass at first because we weren't ready for it, that was a little jarring and that was frustrating. Yeah. But like it's because we didn't know what was going on. We didn't know that we needed to level up and get on the, on the same page and whatnot. We didn't know what was what was good. But once we learned, once we acclimated, we were good. And this is going to be the same situation where once we have better mods, once we understand the new system, we're going to have Strand, we're going to have all the other elements and whatnot, 3.0 has rolled out, we will be fine. Now, granted, oh, yeah. if someone oh. walks straight out of the out of the Cosmodrome <laughs> and is, like, mm-hmm. fresh out of the grave with blue armor, they might get their butt kicked a little bit. But I feel like with a little bit of, like, of a tutorial and a little bit of, of work with that on Bungie's end, they'll be fine. But I bitched a minute. Tower, how you feel? No, no, no. The bitch away because the thing that, that that I see about all these people who are, you know, pissed off about the changes and all that kind of stuff, 
They are the same people who two seasons ago were bitching and moaning and whinging on about the fact that it wasn't hard enough. Mm. Mm. The same half of players freaking people and you know me i'm a casual player i i chill i'm you know i've only been playing for three years and it's taken me this long to learn build crafting so that tells you how casual i am um <clears throat> i literally just did my first ever gm last week <laughs> like ever <laughs> so very casual but me, I'm like, you know, yeah, I see that it's, I'm I'm starting to get better, and so things are starting to get easier for me. So, yeah, I want a challenge. I've literally been pushing myself for the past eight weeks trying to do Legend Solo Flawless Seraph Shield because I felt comfortable enough being able to do it on normal. Now mm -hmm. I want to push myself. I like that they've gone with the whole normal and legend mode and you get the chance to sit down and say, okay, you know, I feel comfortable doing this. So let's try the harder mode. Let's see if I can really, you know, get into it, build something that will work for me and then push myself because it's fun to push yourself. Mm -hmm. you know, it's, and it's bullshit to hear all these people whinging and moaning about it. Like, I don't need to hear that. <laughs> right. And, like, um, before, before I let Alchemy go, like, the one thing that I noticed about, like, the tail end of the article, they're saying they're going into Nightmare Hunts and Shadowkeep. They're going into Empire Hunts and Beyond Light. They're going into Campaign Weekly missions and adding the different features. They're literally retuning the entire game to have more engaging content. Like, you shouldn't think of it as they're adding more difficulty to it. They're saying, we're trying to give you a little bit of a challenge and make it more engaging. That way you can't just run in with a random gnawing hunger. You just pit, you just got a drop and it has horrible perks. Like you right. can't just run in with a blue cost, like a cost off and think you're going to pull uh -huh. somebody ass. Like you're, you, you have to actually learn some of the game a little bit, not get good, not be like the pro, you have to play the game more. And that's not a bad thing. Granted, I know some people have like 19 kids and counting and all this, like, and this stuff. I have I have, a, I have a two to 10 job, Monday through Friday, and I'm here recording this show, about to go run GMs after we're done. I understand. I understand what's going on with, with, with casuals. I understand that you have that going on. Like, I'm not a streamer. I don't, that's not my main source of income. I don't do that. I, I stream occasionally, but it's not like that. I understand the casual experience of having kids, having a job, having different responsibilities, and then coming home and doing a little bit. But and I think I think it was um, Worm on YouTube who said it best today. Um, he said, "Bungie never intended you to do Lake of Shadows in five minutes." <laughs> no, <laughs> like, let's. I don't think <laughs> they never did. Bungie loud, yeah. Like that's kind of ridiculous that you can complete that strike in that short of a time. That's the whole reason why they're redoing Lake of Shadows and Inverted Spire. They're they're making it so you can't do that anymore. But how can we speak on it? I honestly, coming from a player that's been playing since Taking King, 
and I usually do high-end content. Like, even for me, some of this shit and high-end content, like, sometimes it can be a little bit too easy, but the GMs that we've been running these past few days, like, They've been kicking my ass. Mm-hmm. I got one, like literally, I got one shot by an overload minotaur. He stepped through my barricade and one punched me, and I was like, <laughs> "Uh, what?" Yeah, like that's a was that the one that I saw last night or yes. night? <laughs> yes, that was beautiful. I loved it. it, it it's just like that, like like because like, don't get me wrong. There is still going to be engaging content. There's still going to be hard content. But there should be no reason why in a video game there is just no challenge. Like, if if you want to play it for the story, that's cool. But there should still be, like, your elemental gun does less damage against a different element. Things of that nature. There should still be a little bit of a challenge when it comes to beating a boss. Like... I'm not like 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 the, the even Doom Eternal Easy Mode still makes you hit certain things to accomplish your goal. Like, come on, I, 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 that I, one. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I played. <laughs> I, I played. I'm too young to die on Doom, and yeah, it's still really, really hard. Like, there's still going to be a challenge in every video game. Hell, even like freaking Mario had like you still have to stomp the Koopa to accomplish the goal. Like, you still have to go through things. Like, Bungie has given us plenty of time to learn the system. Now, granted, if you're fresh out the grave and you're still coming into the game, it might suck a little bit, and I, I, I can sympathize there. You don't have great exotics, you don't have great armor yet, but they're looking at this as, we've given plenty of time, we're going to put you on the next step, on the, on the staircase. Not like five steps, the next step. It's about damn time, as Lizzo would say. Like, that's where I'm at with this. And, like, if people need help, we got you. Come join the Discord. We got you. We will help you with stuff. But that doesn't mean yell at Bungie, punch your monitor, and whatnot. Like, no. Well, that's a little bit too far. Laptop. Yeah, jeez. Um. He said, I threw my whole ass Dell laptop across the room. I was uh-huh. dead. Like, that was too much. But, you know, like, like we just wanted to go, like, like they even said, hey, we understand that, like, you want better rewards for things if we're going to up things up. That's cool. And people are kind of, like, and, like, that's, not, like, a hot topic that people said when it comes to the difficulty of raising. They're like, we, if the difficulty's going up, we should get uh, more rewards. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> you, 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 you expect to be rewarded for, for doing Lake of Shadows in five minutes? No, you shouldn't. Oh. You should literally get nothing but glimmer for, for doing Lake of Shadows in five minutes. That's what you should get. If you can get through a, a strike and get the high score and do and do all the enemies, cool. Here's some engrams. And people forget, we're getting tons of new weapons in a few weeks. Well, not a few weeks, less than yeah. a few days. We're getting brand we're getting strand weapons. When the expansion comes out, compared to what Beyond Light happened, where we got one exotic with that was Stasis. Other than that, we had nothing. Like we're getting season of, uh, of Defiance weapons. We're getting uh, freaking life, uh, Lightfall weapons. Like like there's going there, there's going to be raid weapons soon. There's going to be tons of stuff to chase. And people are like, we want more rewards. You're getting legacy focusing soon, right? Yeah. 
Like that's the other thing too. Like, 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 like they're definitely going to be like boosting the multipliers for you to grind the content because here in a minute you're going to want to go to Zavala and get yourself a strident whistle or a hot head or or something else, and you'll be able to focus it rather than having to wait for a random drop. And they don't want that to be easy. They want you to have to work for that strident whistle. They want you to work for that hot head because if you didn't have to work for it. You would have a like, hey, I got my god roll. I did Lake of Shadows in five minutes, and it's like, what? <laughs> that, that, that's kind of like fucked up. Like you can't just assume you're gonna like, like, like just get like, like, like everything in the game for free. Like that is unrealistic and not something that you can do. It, like, it, it, yeah. like granted, you should still be rewarded for your time, but you still need to put in the effort. Not get good still play the game and put in some effort. We're not expecting you to to solo flawless a dungeon. We're expecting you to put a little bit of effort into your build, go into an activity and accomplish the activity. And I think I'm I'm I'm, I'm reasonable in saying that. Oh. Absolutely. Also you are. Excellent. Excellent. We are um, all in agreement. I, I appreciate that we're all in agreement as I sent my G Fuel. And G Fuel is not a sponsor. I just really enjoy their Sheets exclusive grape gummy flavor. So, like, now now, now, G Fuel, if you want to send me, like, a case of this per week, I, I will say we're sponsored by G Fuel. But that's not the case. <laughs> or Gamer Subs. Or Gamer Subs. Nah, forget that waifu shit. Advanced um, GG. Advanced GG. Oh I'll be that with Advanced God. GG. I, I can get with Advanced GG. But, like, I don't need, like, waifus oh. on, my, on, my, on my shaker cups. That's just doing too much. Um, but no, from there, we definitely want to touch on the strand developer insight thing we got because people were, were talking about how, like, once again, um, like the, the hunter looks amazing, the warlock looks amazing, but the titans kind of looking lackluster. And yeah, <laughs> because and, the, and this goes back to the PC Gamer article where I forget what dev talked about it that they. And like they, they even said they misspoke, and they need to, like they'll touch on it later, and they'll like work on changing some of it if it, if it comes need to. But here's the thing that no one wants to admit: until this season, because of two artifact mods, there was no reason to run stasis and high end content. Uh, like, like, uh, 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 like, either, like, except for Lorely on Solar, there's no reason to run Solar and high end content. Unless you're just like yeah. being a Chad and running stuff to get more automatic kills, um, it's either you run Arc for Thunder Crash or you run Bubbler Banner Shield for like yeah. Void. Other than that, Titans have nothing in high end content. You can't run Fist of Havoc in high end content, even with the twenty percent buff we're getting. You're not going to see anyone run Fist of Havoc in PVE. You can't run Hammers in P- in PVE because it really doesn't do anything but burn up miners. Stasis just finally became viable from two artifact mods that are about to go away in next season because of the champion changes. Stasis might be meta, but when when looking at strands from the Titan perspective, cool, we get woven mail, we get like armor similar to Void, but other than that, the super is just another Fist of Havoc Stasis clone, and Honestly. and that's what has people upset, and I it, it's rightfully so because. People like people keep thinking Titans are broken, and, and like here's here's the the, the controversial opinion that no one wants to hear. If you don't play Titan, 
you don't understand what that struggle is. I I play all three classes despite being a Titan main, and I can understand that like warlocks are kind of suffering from a PvP standpoint. Titans are struggling across the board, and hunters actually have it pretty good right now. If we really want to sit down and think about it, <laughs> so looking at this, like other than the touch of thunder thing that happened with PvP recently and Juggernaut, Arc Titans barely doing a thing. Um, they're trying to like complain and all get out about the void overshield, but in reality, the void overshield isn't that broken. You can still one shot it with almost every shotgun in the game. So that's and snipe it. You can still snipe it as well. So that conversation is overblown. In reality, Titans are very much struggling from from a, from an in game standpoint, and Bungie fails to understand that because I'll bet you any amount of money, unless the like. The the uppercut like slash attack is just busted in PVE. No one is gonna run Strand Titan in a GM. It's not gonna happen. I'm just being honest with you. Um, but does some of it look very exciting from like a casual PVE standpoint, maybe a PvP standpoint? Very much so. I can I can very much get down uh with, with a lot of this because you see like the hunter, the titan, and the warlock have a lot of flexibility. You kind of see how they recycled some of the Warmind Cell animation with the, like, different things you can do with the Strand Orb. Um, yeah. My favorite thing was the fact that you could throw the orb and then grapple onto it. <laughs> That's going to be fun. It honestly is. Yep. Warlocks can hit the, uh, the Tangle with their melee, their powered melee, or their super, and create even more Threadlings. Which I even saw with that aspect, when you put down your rift, you get like eight threadlings. And I was like, damn, I hope those yeah, things that's... can't go I hope those things can't go around corners because that might be a problem in PvP. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be that's... a problem like when our uh um turrets started tracking around corners and stuff Ooh. like that. Yeah. Ooh. Remember they had to nerf uh warlocks. Uh, stasis warlocks because the super uh, would track around corners yeah and hit and just like keep tracking almost as much as uh, Slova does and then the turrets do it it was they, a little excessive it was a little excessive yes I will admit even as a warlock I will admit that <laughs> um, but I think they they came up with a really nice middle ground with both of those after the nerfs. I I, I was happy with those. Will this um, stop taking on us! Oh my god! Leave us alone, you. Wait, what? Happened? I just oh, we're sitting in the tower, literally just sitting and chilling with the Lixney babies, like you do. And this dude is coming over to us and literally teabagging on our heads. This is what happens when your co-hosts are, are playing the game while you're in the studio. Um, <laughs> we're just but, uh, chilling. We aren't even, like, playing. We're just yeah. we're, we're, we're cuddling with the babies in the tower because, you know, we want to make sure we're doing everything right for them. Fair enough. <laughs> but, no, so, like, the, the, the trailer did look very cool. I'm very excited to see what Strand does overall. Um, if like I, I one thing that I enjoyed from a sound aspect 
they they explained how they had to like come up with different ways to invent things like they pulled out a sheet of plastic wrap and just like scraped all over it and whatnot to create some of the strand sounds i'm like that scratches the good like audio mixing part of my brain like yeah y'all did good with that good job. i appreciate that <laughs> i love learning stuff like that from the devs um it always makes my heart happy to you know hear how imaginative they get with stuff like with beyond light and uh lament not actually being a chainsaw sound they mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sped up breast pump <laughs> that still kills me that still, still kills, kills me, me too. <laughs> like that's a hell of a creative idea you have there Yep, yep. And then with the with the Warlock Super for um Stasis, um, if you listen carefully, it's literally PVC pipes. It's the yeah. same kind of sound that Blue Man Group uses for their music. Love that. <laughs> I know, right? I literally thought I was in a Blue Man Group concert the first time <laughs> I activated that super. I was like, no. <laughs> um, I think the other thing that I really like, like enjoyed. I'm not even a hunter main, but the the way they describe how you can throw the rope dart, and then if you have to catch it, like you have to actually press the melee button again when it's coming at you, it doesn't automatically catch. That's a really cool mechanic because it incentivizes you to play very responsibly with your system. Like you actually have to like watch for it to bounce across a couple enemies and then catch it when it comes back. Because if you don't catch it when it comes back, you lose it. And it's like, that's cool. That gives you a reason. And when you catch it, you don't get it back fully. It gives you, like, some like ener- some melee energy back. So, like, imagine if you have, like, a melee kickstart plus the rope dart. You have about, like, 75% of it back, probably. So that's a cool incentive to actually third. play with it. Yeah, they said it'll uh, return about a third of your melee energy back when you catch it. If that's you- actually really cool. Yeah, if you catch it properly. Yeah. So that'll be really cool for the hunters out there. Gotta Most... learn how to get that double that that double input going on. Most definitely. So you know, like that was very much to do with like it was small, it was six minutes. Just like you um see the excitement. I know a lot of people were concerned about the, the suspension mechanic. Well, like cause it even picked up a cyclops, and I'm like, first of all, they already said when you're suspended, you can still hip fire your weapon. So in PvP specifically, you're about to, you're about to see a last word meta probably happen if we're being honest, because you're gonna see like, okay, cool, I'm I'm lifted into the air, fan of fire, the last word. Last word probably Fellwinters for the shotgun mains. Because probably. Think, yeah, if I remember correct, Fellwinters has a hip fire buff, doesn't it? I believe so. Yeah, so that'll be coming back too. Anything with hip fire grip? Yeah, like just anything with hip fire grip will be more incentivized. That'll be kind of cool. Um, unfortunately, actually, like, new meta for PvP. That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> so, like, like it'll be like it, I will think the first week or two of the Crucible is going to be very interesting. And I love that the, the comments on Twitter have been, um, yo, when you really sit down and think about it. They're not showing any PvP gameplay, and I'm like, there's probably a reason for that. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> they're probably very concerned about what's going to happen in PvP. Oh yeah, it's going to yeah, be PvP chaos be for, the a for the very first week. So we'll, that'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, 
Well, before we dive into the well, like as we're diving into the TWAB, before we dive into the uh, the trailer, I very much want to talk about something that I see with the community overall, especially when this TWAB came out and when the article last week from Blackburn came out. There's one question that the, the community keeps asking, and I, I, it, it very much makes me laugh. Where's Gambit? <laughs> <laughs> like, I go over here now because I'm a Gambit main and I love my Drimter. Well, no, no, no. It'll be interesting to hear your piece on this. Because let's keep it 100. Except for like the really hardcore Dredgen people. No one is playing Gambit because Gambit, yeah. ever since Beyond Light, has been nothing. It's been like even when they tried to like when Witch Queen came out, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna give you some heavy ammo crates, and we're gonna change some of the spawns for the invasions, so that way, like, we'll, and we'll change some of the spawns for the uh, the primeval uh, minions. That way, it's a little like more difficult." And I'm like, "Okay, that's cool, but like." What happened to Gambit Prime? What happened to like the other five or six, or like not five or six, but like three or four different maps that like you can't even make the excuse of oh the darkness took those planets. We're still playing on Titan, but we can't play on the Dreaming City map. Like yeah. that problem. We we're, we're we're seeing the like the the issue of no map support for there. Even worse for the Crucible. We're seeing no developments in terms of like. Like we're seeing a weapon per season with it. Like they they introduced a gambit sniper rifle this season that no one cared about. Yeah. So yep. it's like it, it very like like when people say "ayo," but like Bungie doesn't care about gambit. They really mean that because even when there were some people that were like Bungie Bungie fixed gambit and witch queen. No, they didn't. They didn't do anything with it. They no, they they no. gave you All heavy ammo crates and that was it. Yep, yep. They changed around the spawns a little bit. They added the ha the ammo crates. The problem is is that the things that they addressed weren't the things that needed to be addressed. Mm -hmm. Things like dealing with the mixed sandbox. And you yeah. and I have talked with this before, yeah. Panda. The mixed sandbox really. It needs to be tuned better. Um, you know, a lot. It of needs to have its own time. sandbox. If they went yeah. back and gave it its own sandbox, you could see Gambit doing its own thing. But then we yeah. had random things like last season, or like not last season, like during Witch Queen, they were like, "Hey, we're gonna nerf Galahorn's tracking across the board because people in Gambit are upset." Yeah. What? <laughs> what? See, my problem, my biggest problem, though, isn't a gambit issue. It's a subclass issue. Ooh, speak on it. So, and and I've been saying this since it dropped. Squall, silence, squall, has a duration that is way too long. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is, yet we know it's a roaming super, it moves, it's great, it's wonderful. But when it comes to an invader, you know, running out of time, and they panic cast their super, 
and it lasts for a whole 30 seconds and goes around the entire map and gets them two armies of one because it just lasts or they die but right beforehand they cast it and it lasts as well that's not that that's like not tuned that's not fair that's not okay every other type of super or ability that <clears throat> that you know every other type of super or ability will despawn as soon as the invader leaves or as soon as they die alchemy what i find really funny any other super like that what i haven't played gambit in two seasons and i didn't know this was a problem <laughs> The pro it's 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 well like i said it's not a gambit problem it's a it, it's a stasis hunter problem well and like even in crucible problem. though there's yeah. a way to usually get away from squall like you have enough time oh, yeah you can get away from it you can get away from it but it still shouldn't last 30 seconds after you've died after the caster has yeah. died that doesn't happen with something like sunspots it doesn't happen with hammers it doesn't happen with freaking landfall for arc it doesn't happen with dawnblade or well if you cast a well and you die your well's gone yeah. <laughs> it's just gone your healing well gone your barricade gone as soon as you're dead but hunter, you're right. hunters silence and squall just stays and it stays. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's, a, that's a very good point. And, like, I think the one thing that, like, as we go into Lightfall that Bungie has yet to address, there is only one thing in the entirety of PvP or even in Gambit that can deal, that can, like, break out of stasis. And it barely even does that right. And it's Path of Burning Steps. Path of Burning Steps is supposed to allow you to, like, negate stasis issues and, like, break out very fast and escape and whatnot, but it really doesn't. And yeah. they're, like, when you would think with them going, hey, we're going to introduce, like, a Dark Ice ability, they would introduce, like, hey, maybe Solar does more damage to it. Nope. Like, yeah. you would think, like, Solar abilities, Solar things, like, like, would do more damage. Nope. And it's just, it's very odd to me. But, like, I get what Tower's saying because, especially if they just if, a, if an invader just comes in and chucks a squall, that shit ain't going away for a hot minute. No, it's not. It's not. They they if you if you do if you come in as a hunter invading, and you immediately cast your super, it stays for the entire invasion period. So it's able you're able to get. A easy army of one because of the silence and squall roaming. Plus, you get all of your weapon kills. Like, <laughs> well, and like, not, not only that, and like to go into the sandbox issue of Gambit in general. Like, along with the Gallahorn thing, that's the reason why Sleeper Simulate was nerfed into the ground across the board. You saw it disappear from play, not just Gambit, from play for so long because Bungie said, hey, yo, no, it's broken to Gambit. Cool. Nerf it everywhere else. Same thing with Queen Breaker. We haven't seen Queen Breaker do 
anything in so long because it was nerfed because of Gambit. Yeah. And it's like, like truth. Look at truth. Truth got nerfed into the ground, and we don't see truth anymore since Galahorn came into D2. Like, truth is just non existent in everyone's vaults or collections, and it just sucks. Like, if we're going to if we're going to continue to have Gambit be a thing as a pinnacle activity, Gambit needs to have the maps that are still in existence, like Dreaming City. You you like the um Tangled Shore. Tangled Shore. Like the Tangled Shore can come back because it's attached to Dreaming City. You can have things come back and rotate because half the time you only end up on Titan, and it's just funny, oh, like. Yeah. And it's just like they need to add more maps to Gambit. They need to re- re- they need to pretty much redo the system because there was a point where Gambit was looking to be an esport, and like like it even had an esport tournament, like a one tournament, and then they never did it again. And it was like this could have been an esport for Destiny if it had its own sandbox. We needed to have a Gambit dev team for that sandbox, separate from the Crucible and separate from the PVE, because when you really think about it, similar to like Hunt Showdown, it's a PvPVE game. It's a whole different ball game. Yeah. Or they could just bring back Gambit Prime. Because that's when Gambit really flourishes, when Gambit Prime was in the game. Yeah. I think that's what they were trying to do with the changes to Gambit and Beyond Light. And then again, in which Queen was try and make it more like Prime, um, but take away, you know, the three rounds and all that kind of stuff. They were trying to to consolidate it into one mode. Yeah, but they need but, to bring back Gambit Prime because, like, that's when Gambit really flourished. And... They should have just kept Prime and got rid yeah. of Beast Gambit. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're very right. And then make 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 the changes based off of Prime rather than based off of base Gambit. Yeah. Because like if you no, really think about it, no one no one plays Gambit unless the like the, there's a boost going on. No one ha- like even if you put the seasonal challenges in the seasonal challenge pool, no one plays I, I just admitted a minute ago to Alchemy that I haven't played Gambit in two seasons. I'm about to play Gambit for the first time tomorrow to get bounties done for Lightfall. Like, I, I there's been no reason to. Even uh, they, they, they introduced a brand new pulse rifle, and I didn't even care because it was like, why should I go play Gambit for, for any reason? Yeah. <laughs> And as someone who was a Gambit main for the first two years that she played, like, yeah, I'm disappointed. I haven't played, I I, I think I've maybe played Gambit for all of, uh, combined total, maybe three weeks out of this entire year. Because, especially when they added in Freelance Gambit, it's just, it's really frustrating because... You know, it's 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 one for, it's one for all and all for none. Honestly, because a lot of people don't understand how the game mode works. <laughs> nobody nobody in freelance does. They go in and they just you know, they're moat stealing, they're not, you know, they're not working together, they're not teaming up, and it's 
it's not like, you know, a 1v1. It's not like a 3v3 in, in Crucible. You have to work together. You have to yeah. listen. You have to have you have to have your comms on. Oh my god, you need to be able to hear freaking Drifter, you know, because he will tell you exactly what to do if you just have your audio on. <laughs> he yeah. will tell you exactly what you need to do. You don't need Bank those moats! Summon exactly. a prime evil! Exactly! Exactly, you know? Like... It's just, it's frustrating because people say, oh, I don't have audio on. I never listen to this, that, or the other. It's like, well, if you turn it on, you might actually learn something. Yeah. <laughs> and like, oh, you know, old lady gambit. Oh my gosh. But like, here, here's, here's the hot take that no one really wants to hear. Because this happened to me in a GM this morning. Because Ooh. even though I put in the LFG, have a mic. Like, someone came in without a mic, and I was like, you know what, I got an hour to work, screw it. And they ended up causing us to wipe in the the trade room with the giant Minotaur, because oh. they just went AFK and didn't tell me and the other person. And that's a problem. Like... If, 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 like, like, and I, I will be the first person to say, I know people have horrible experiences with some different communities and whatnot, but like, yo, it's 2023. I'm not trying to be like classes or anything, but like a microphone is $10. Like if you have, if like, if you have the money to, like, to feed yourself and take care of yourself, go get you a microphone, dog. Like it, it's, it's not even funny anymore. Like you need to be able to communicate with your team. In the heat of battle. You can literally walk down to the corner shop and get a pair of earbuds with an inline mic and hook them into your controller. There you go. For like five bucks. Walgreens. Well, I've had some problem with those. Like, sometimes they are like a screeching. I mean, it's better than nothing. The PS5 has a built-in mic in the remote. It's not great, but it's better than nothing. And it's like... Yeah. Look, yeah. like now, now, granted, like we we know, like scream, like 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 screaming kids are a problem, and like people who don't change their smoke detector is a problem and stuff like that. But like, it's to a point where, especially in team based activities, like to to the people who can somehow like put in an LFG GM no mic, y'all are crazy. Y'all are out of yeah. your damn minds. Or like, yeah. completely flawless without any communication. Like yeah, people who like do, do like yo vault of glass no mic. I'm like you're out of your damn mind, homie. Like there has to be callouts. There has to be different things. Like if you're just gonna t- like if you're a PC player, just a whole like fire team of just PC players, and y'all can type. Good for you. But if you're on a console and you still don't have a mic in 2023, what what's going on? Like if you had a horrible experience, bet we could talk about that. We could help you in the Discord. But like in terms of just in general, when like especially when, when an LFG says have a mic, that's the that's my biggest like what grinds my gears moment. When you show up to an LFG that says have a mic and you don't have a mic. Right. And in some cases it could be a language barrier, but like at the very least, if if something's typed in English and you when you request to have a mic, I feel like that should be understood. Like, yeah, you, you signing up to, to do that. 
So that's my mini rant on that subject. But like, just in general, like I feel like Gambit needs to get some love. Yeah, most definitely. So let's talk about this Twab. (laughs) So Twab rolled out talking more about like, hey, Bill Crafting's coming. Hey, things are coming and whatnot. They kind of like spoke a little bit more about the surges and the threats of the overcharges because people were stressed out about it, breaking their monitors and shit like that. Crucible players. My, my my beautiful, beautiful Crucible players. They are they are gonna have a blog post about Crucible, just not this season. So get off of Bungie's neck, please. Right. Now, the one thing that they did put in the twelve that I find hysterical in the Crucible section is coming in season 20. It's next next Tuesday that when when it comes to comp and trials of Osiris, they're adding a new modifier called uh, Nod Swap, where if yes. you if you decide to swap your exotic in the middle of the game, it acts the same way as if you would swap your subclass or an aspect. It takes all of your super energy and all of your ability energy back to square one. So you're about to. Yeah, so about damn time. You're about to see a steep decrease of things now. He, now, Alchemy, you are are, are the resident potential PvP player. I want you to speak on this and why this could be perceived as a good thing. It's just the best thing that's going to happen to fucking Crucible because I am tired of so many people. Because I remember that one fucking game of Trials, or was it Com? That someone that was running um, Slam. And they switched over to Eternal Warrior to get that overshield. I remember that shit. That shit was so fucking See? annoying. But this this is gonna stop those sweaty ass fucking Raiju harness hunters. Ooh yeah, no, they're gonna have to be wearing that shit. If they it, it's Raiju's or nothing, now that's very true. It's yeah. Raiju's or nothing. Yeah. See, and the freaking Kiras uh, uh, Yeet Titans. Yeah, that's not very that's not very prevalent. Now what's funny about that actually is one of the biggest indicators of if a Titan isn't built for PvP and doesn't know what they're doing is they bring Kyrus into PvP. That's the biggest indicator. All the time in Gambit, though, I, I will admit to that. Well, and the reason why, and then here was the hot take that I saw on Twitter in regards to, to, to the swap thing. If they are going to make it so you can't do this, there needs to be changes done to certain exotics, i.e. Eternal Warrior. Because I've been saying since Arc 3.0 was in beta that Eternal Warrior needed to be reworked. Because we're past the time of hey, cool, get an overshield when you pop your super, especially when Fist of Havoc is one of the slowest generating supers in the game and not even one of the most powerful. Like, it should be, like, reworked similar to Doomfangs where the more melee uh, like kills you get, you get more super or something. They need to do yeah. that with it or something similar to make it actually worth it because there's so many exotics that are just sitting in people's vaults. There's things like Eternal Warrior, like hell, Blight Ranger came out a while back and it's just sitting in people's vaults. Like, hell. there's so many that are just sitting there. Hell, now that Helm of Saint 14 won't be swapped to, hot swapped to in BBP, that's barely doing anything other than blinding ads in PvE. 
So maybe we need to work, rework that. So like, this, this, if you're going to add this to competitive, we need to re-examine exotics across the board. That's what I'm saying. Agreed. Because like, there's things like Apothesis Veil, there's things like Severance Enclosure that barely does a thing. Like, so many, man. There's so many exotics that just do nothing in the game right now. So, maybe we need exotics 3.0. Because literally half of the Warlocks right now are running Starfire Protocol, and one exotic I don't see used, Bellwinter's Helm. Mm. Bro, Felwinter's Helm can be so meta if they actually retuned it. Yeah. I used to run it a lot. It was one of my favorite exotics. Not just because I'm a Felwinter simp, but also because I actually enjoy the perks that it gives. But it's 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 become obsolete now. You yep. know? Like I I stick with my sunbracers. I I use my nades for days. It works, and the only other thing I really ever switch out to is Dawn Chorus for the same, basically the same buff. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. And like, here's Look the thing the that, <laughs> and this goes into like exotic talk across the board in terms of like people are saying that Heart of Inmost Light needs to be nerfed. No, Heart of Inmost Light is is never got a buff or a nerf or anything. Well, it's gotten it's a little bit of a nerf recently, but like. Wow, it, it. It's just, it became good because of the 3.0 reworks. It wasn't that the exotic was ever great. It was that once the ability regen was reworked across the board, it was seen as a reason to use it. But then there's things like Insurmountable Skull for that can, can, can do the arc version of that. They can see Hallowfire Heart get a rework. You can see Doom Things get a rework. And yet, they're just sitting in. Like, I remember yesterday specifically when me and Alchemy were in GMs. I got two Doom Fangs in the same GM, where one dropped on the ground and one was a reward from the GM. And I was just like, "Wow, it'd be great if Doom Fangs did a thing because I can't use it in PvP. <laughs> like, there's no reason to." And they even came out with like a chest ornament to, to coincide with with Doom Fangs a while back. And I'm like, I don't know what I'd ever use it. <laughs> Right. So, so it just it makes me sad, and I hope they really they do rework a little bit of that. Or the now, two warlock ones. Yeah. Um. Now the thing that I'm excited about, well, and the, the twab, they straight up said, "Hey, here's the whole mother fucking artifact for season twenty. And I'm just like, yo. And now there's a little bit of controversy because not only like they're just they're passive buffs across the board. You don't need to slot anything. However, yeah. you can only have 12 mods unlocked at a time, like before, but you have unlimited resets for free. There's no cost. So like if you have all of your stuff picked, but you want to try something out, reset, go back through it, pick out what you want, and then do what you want. But it's free. So there's no reason to complain. They want to limit you, but not make it cost you. I respect that. They listened on that front. So let's talk about what's going on here. <laughs> we got anti-barrier sidearms. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Like, because who's really going into a GM with 
a, a sidearm for Auntie Mary. I won't lie though, piercing bowstring. They... But see, here's the controversial thing. I, I like, other other like other than like this season, it, like I really had don't really enjoy piercing bowstring. I enjoy overload bow because yeah. overload bow for everything and like it, not just um. Lamonarch is great because Tiku's with Overload, Chef's Kiss, Chef's Kiss, yeah. just beautiful. That was the season. That was so good. Like doing Proving Ground with Tiku's, just going ding, ding, ding. Like I love that thing. Or just any legendary bow having the Overload with whatever element you want, and then having your anti barrier in your primary. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're getting back anti barrier pulse. Bungie, 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 bungie. Bungie. <laughs> Let me have anti-barrier scout back, please. <laughs> no. I don't need happen. unstoppable scout. <laughs> right. Like, I like... Panda? Huh? It's never gonna happen again. Bro, the best season <laughs> was season of the splicer, where you had overload hand cannon and, a, and anti-barrier scout. That was the best season, I'm telling you. Because you could roll up into Glassway with a hand cannon in one hand and a scout rifle in the other, and you were fine. But now you got to do all this other shit. Like, I remember running into Glassway with Div and, and Hung Jury, just going ham. And now we can't do that. And it's so sad. It's so sad. Aww. So, like, like, like we're getting Unstoppable Scout. I'm like... I don't want to run unstoppable like scout. It's rather than unstoppable hand cannon. I'll say that. But we are keeping the SMGs and auto rifles as overload, which is cool. Yes. Now the fun one that's like halfway through the, the through the artifact that I want to I want I want like fast forward to real quick is medieval champion because it it makes it so not only are we getting unstoppable glaive back. But in the same mod, you get overload sword. Oh, so oh you, I didn't so see you, that. So, so caster frame swords are about to be meta as fuck. You're about to see like Solus Scar, Temptation's Hook, Black Talon, and GMs. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's about to be nutty. So I'm so down. Like, and then unstoppable. Like, like I like straight up. Freaking! If we get proving grounds back next season, or like, if they, like w- w- since they're reworking um, uh, the fucking one cabal strike, if if, if the modifiers are anti barrier and unstop, I'm about to roll in with outbreak and uh, judgment of Kalgaroth, and no one's gonna stop me. <laughs> nope. It's gonna be great. I don't think anybody will. <laughs> You'll be unstoppable, dude. <laughs> no yeah, it's, it's yeah. gonna be great. And like, so column two, they're doing things like authorized mods, where uh, each element will cost less. Like, so they're they're making it so different elemental mods will cost less across the board, which is kind of cool. Um, they are making it so possibly grenade mods will cost less. So all of com- column two very much feels like, hey, let me get your shit cheaper because we're, we're we're increasing the cost of some odd which i can get behind that's kind of cool that's honestly going to be such a great change and especially if yeah. you have a really good grenade build going on right 
Um, <laughs> then for column three, they're like, hey, we're going to give you incentives with things like, hey, Shatter Orb, where if you break a, break a combatant shield, you create an orb of power. So that'll be really good for certain builds, especially with um, the new armor system. There's going to be a mod that whenever you pick up an orb of power, you get an armor charge. So that'll be kind of cool to like connect those kind of things. Um, then there's certain things that like flow with like we're getting volatile rounds back. Where if you pick up an orb of power, you get volatile rounds. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, especially if you run the if you have a void headpiece and run the uh, can't remember the name of the mod. Let me check real quick since I'm in game. Now, here's uh, one thing that I'm worried about. That not really worried about, but excited about because it reminds me of a mod we got a couple seasons ago for Stasis called Counterweave. It sounds very uh, similar to a um, Stasis mod we got a, a couple seasons ago where whenever you were a member of your fire team stuns a champion, you gain energy to your least charged strand ability. Now, if memory serves correctly. <laughs> I remember what mod you're talking about. I forget what it was called, but there was a mod in, I think it was either season 15 or 16 or, so, or around that time period where, because Lake of Shadows was the GM, where whenever you stunned a champion, you got stasis ability energy. <laughs> so there were times during, G- during Lake of Shadows where stasis warlocks had five turrets out at one time. <laughs> so it's me. Hi, <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. Honestly, so like this this mod very much feels like we're just revisiting that, and I'm very excited about that prospect. Um, so like it, like so a lot of these mods are very awesome. The one that I'm really excited about for especially for um raids and high end content is prismatic transfer whenever you cast your super each member of your fire team with a subclass different than you gains bonus weapon damage so tether hunters well warlocks bubble titans you about to enable your whole squad (laughs) and it's gonna be funny so that's gonna be very much enjoyable so very much Bungie has very much expanded the ways we do a lot of things. And I don't know if anyone's really going to care before we like, like the because the podcast will be up or a little after the show. So it'll be Friday by the time everyone listens to it. Bungie uh, in partnership with Sony is basically letting everyone play Witch Queen from now until the, uh, February 26th. So if you're a casual player who didn't have Witch Queen, play Witch Queen. <laughs> As yes. fast as possible. <laughs> that way you get things like Laurelly Splendor Helm, you get Osteostriga, you get all these different weapons that are very beneficial to endgame content. Get them as fast as possible because in two days they're going away, they're going away from you. And someone even asked this uh, like to me uh, today during a GM, does that mean once you get one Laurelly, does that mean you never can get it again once after 26? No. Once it's in your collections, you can still obtain it. So once it's officially in your collections, it's yours. They can't take it away from you. So go play if you can. Yeah. Yeah. You you 
And for Warlocks, um, it's going to be Secret Filaments. That's a really great exotic, especially if you do Void stuff. There was also the, um, oh gosh. Uh, Reign of Fire was like the season afterward, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, but there's I also the, the, the different gloves that we got, yeah. Oh, uh, Necronic Grip has been there since Beyond Light. What are you talking about? No. Oh, no, no the Ozzyomancy glove. The Ozzyomancy yeah, gloves. Yeah, Ozzyomancy. Okay. That's so, so, very much, we will have all the different articles linked to, like in, in the show notes as usual, but we're going to go ahead and dive into today. Because <laughs> <laughs> B- uh, Bungie said, hey, yo, so like, y'all should really watch that state of play that Sony's putting out today. Mm-hmm. And. Beyond me being excited for Resident Evil Four, that's a different show. Um, yeah, the tra- the 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 Lightfall launch trailer has everybody with eyebrows raised and concerns out the wazoo. Someone even told me earlier they're scared to even play Lightfall now, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so just Tekken concerns. So, um. Tower, why don't you walk us through this trailer? Boy. Um, Okay. This trailer is all kinds of messed up. First of all, we have to remember, like, the trailer opens up with, like, the coolest long shot of the witness just floating above the earth. We have to remember, the only person canonically in game who has actually seen the witness and knows what the witness looks like that's an ally of us is mara song and she's there so she knows she knows she's fucked up beyond belief because she knows what's going to be happening um big thing about the trailer for me was I don't know if it's actually going to happen or if it's just a vision that's given to us. But the witness basically Thanos snaps a ghost. No, he didn't just he didn't just Thanos have a ghost. He Thanos like if you watched like like the tail end of that clip, he he cut up the guardian too. Yeah, the guardian, the ship, everything. Yeah, yeah. Now it's not specifically said whether that's us or if it's just another guardian who is you know in the space battle that's another big thing about the trailer and every single trailer guardian yeah well yeah i mean it's 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 not stated in the trailer that that's us or another guardian um i have it on good authority that it's just a guardian um but I can't confirm. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> space battles, space battles out the wazoo. We are going to be seeing tons and tons of space battles from what I've, from what you know we're getting in the Vidox, we're getting in all the trailers. Holiday got and shot the fuck out. Holiday got yeah. shot out, but she is she she didn't die. She didn't die. She just got shot the fuck down. Um, because obviously she's part of the seasonal stuff, mm-hmm. so you know she's she's not dead. She might be hurt, but she's not dead. Um, yeah. 
One of the other things that really caught my eye about the trailer is <laughs> the Traveler is basically the Death Star. <laughs> because if you look at it like at the, 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 the trailer, the, the, it opens <laughs> up and shoots this light, gigantic laser. Yeah. The because the, the witness tries to touch it, and the traveler just kind of like nukes it, nope. and like it is like, oh, don't touch me, I'm scared. <laughs> like it very I much went. This is my no no. Like straight up said, like this is my no no square, and just fired. And oh, someone even pointed out. <laughs> Someone even pointed out on Twitter that, like, the inside of the Traveler looks remarkably like a servitor. And somebody said, hey, the Elixir knew all along. And I'm like, oh, no. Well, what I'm thinking yep. is um, when the Traveler first visited the Elixir, it was in a completely different form than what it is when it's in the yeah. city. That's, that's oh, very so it true. Might been in, like, been in a proto form or like an attack form when yeah. with the elixir. Huh. Remember, the elixir have you know thousands of years of more history than we do with the traveler. So, I mean, because the traveler had to travel across the galaxy, like we don't know how far away Reese is from Earth or Reese was from Earth. So we don't know if the Traveler was just, you know, hopping across a couple of star systems, if it was literally hopping across from one arm of, of the galaxy to the completely opposite arm. Hell, for all we know, Reese could have been in a freaking different galaxy, like in the Andromeda galaxy or some shit like that. And that's a long way away, yep. even at light speed. That still would take a long, long time. I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm not an aerospace engineer or anything like that, so I can't make the calculations. That's a long-ass time, um, both in yeah. distance and duration. So it could have been a protoform. I'm kind of agreeing with you on that one, Alchemy. That's a good spot. It could be. I'd be interested to see what happens there. But no, the, the, the trailer overall just kind of like raised the the anti in a big way across the board and for those who didn't notice um when holiday gets shot out of the air it's crow who cries out amanda not zavala yeah it was i did not notice i thought that was i thought that was vuvuzela okay okay so because like the way he like you hear it it definitely sounds like crow so it's like oh snap listen to that again so it's like ooh. Crow's like, I'm about to lose well, my girl. We did get in the Vidoc last week um, a very, very quick, maybe, I don't know, half a second of uh, Amanda literally holding out her hand and picking Crow up from the ground. So mm -hmm. they're, you know, they're they're rebuilding their bond. Just just from that alone, you know that they're rebuilding their bond. That's right. That's the hint. That's a good thing because, like, I'm glad for that. I've wanted them to, to you know, I've wanted her to be able to finally realize, okay, this is not Aldrin. This is someone completely different. And she's so young, you know, she's lightless. She's a mortal human, so she she's young, and she probably doesn't see 
that happened. He's probably the first person that she's ever had any sort of interaction with before he was risen and now after yeah. he was risen. Yeah. So it's a really tough thing for her to kind of legitimize in her brain, you know? Right. So I'm glad to see that happening. Also, uh, Tyler, you also got to remember that ever since the Traveler visited, um, humans' lifespans are like 300 years now. You also got to remember that. Yeah. yeah, but still young comparatively to lightless humans. Yeah. Sure, yeah. he may be like 150, 200 years old. That's still young. I mean, that's still young compared to someone like Eva Levante. Yeah. Who's at the end of her life, you know, 300, yeah. 325. Every time they pull her out of the closet, she grants one year older. <laughs> Every We're time not we... going to get into what my friends think about Eva Levante when we talk about in our private chats about her. Oh, oh my God. God. Okay. Grandma Eva. <laughs> She's got to entertain herself somehow. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Um, also, someone did notice that Kavostov is in the in the, the, light, the life wall trailer. Mm -hmm. So some people are theorizing that Kavostov might come back as an exotic. Can we die? <laughs> can we die? The best. I don't need that. I don't need that. Like, that, that gun can, can be in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the prologue and be done. I don't need that gun. No. Yeah. Or we need it back. We need no. it back to exotic. It, you know, it could it could just be a placeholder. It could just be a generic guardian who didn't want to get rid of their Kavostov, who really enjoyed it. Jesus. You know, and you know, it just could be a placeholder for all we know. But I will say the shot of all the pyramids surrounding the traveler had me like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> It's I about to lot, get bad. I saw a lot of people being like, oh, the traveler's just a giant ghost. It looks like Sagira. Like, Man, Sagira I saw people down. say it looks like Sagira, and I'm like, y'all need to stop. This is too much. Right. <laughs> like, like, like Sagira's not coming back. Y'all need to let it go. Oh. Like, they're gonna give Osiris a puka fish. It's fine. Like, just, like, just let yep. it happen. Yep. He's the one who teaches us Strand, so he may not be immortal, now. but at least he's not without power. They're gonna let yeah. him get a puka fish. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Now, if we do not get that puka fish as a ghost, we're I not gonna get it as a ghost. We're not. It's not gonna happen. It's not. No, no we're still gonna have our ghost. Oh my gosh. So, like, if, like if very much. Yeah. From us, oh, oh, I the entire I think they should. I think they should allow us choose. Nah, have... dog, nah, nah. Now, it's fine. As an additional companion, I'm Maybe. cool with a with, with a puka. I would love to have yeah. a puka as an additional companion. Like puka but... fighting with Nolan North, that'd be freaking hysterical. <laughs> so that <laughs> like like just like, See, like I think you should be allowed to switch in between the two. Nah, I should just be like both of them with you. That'd be very exciting. Yeah. But but also like we are very much in the end game. We are less than a week out, and like by the next week when we do this show, we will be giving our Lightfall first impressions, and I'm kind of excited for that. <laughs> um, I am, I'm very excited as well. Then, I will say, oh, go ahead, Alchemy. And then, um, oh god, like three weeks into the expansion, we'll be doing. Our show before 
our day one team goes in. Yeah, you're right. Y'all have fun with that. <laughs> you don't want to come with us? I don't do day one. I can't. Hey, you come a long way, Miss Le- uh, Legend Flawless. You can come with us. <laughs> oh, no, no. I just can't get the time off of my tape. Oh, okay. <laughs> But no, nah, um, but 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 get ready because next week, starting with the Lightfall launch, we will be doing listener questions again. So get ready for that. Um, we are still giving away a copy of Lightfall. We will be announcing the winner for that on next week's episode. That way, you can sort of get in the like get in the middle of it, like right after launch. Um, so definitely get excited for that. Um, like we already said, the entry was in last week's episode. If you want to know how, go listen to last week's episode. And just be excited, y'all. We in the end game. Shit's popping off. Like we, stuff's about to get nutty. So mm-hmm. just be ready for what comes next. Uh, we will be back next week. Don't forget you listen to, listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, YouTube, all those great places. Follow us on Twitter at Cosmodrome Radio. Um, join the Discord. The Discord link is in the description and on the Twitter. So definitely join the Discord. Become part of the community. If you're looking for a clan, we got you. So definitely come uh, check us out. You can still be a part of the community, but not be part of the clan. You can still hang out and be a part of the community. The clan is just a bonus. So, like, like still join the Discord and hang out with us. If that makes sense. So definitely do that. But, no, uh, Alchemy, what's your closing statement for this episode? I'm excited for Lifefall, and I'm more excited for these Crucible changes because it's going to make Trials and Comp so much more bearable. Yes. <laughs> Tower, how you feeling? What's your closing statement? I'm still waiting to hear Nimbus's voice, Bungie. <laughs> still haven't done that yet. I want to hear All it. we need All is Ronin. All we need is Rohan. All we're hearing is Rohan. And, and, er, Rohan. 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 All we need is Rohan. Rohan. Rohan sounds amazing. I'm here for it. It's fine. Oh, absolutely. But I still want to hear... I, Mm. they're keeping it close to the chest and I applaud them for it but also it's so frustrating (laughs) (laughs) alright my closing statement is gonna be just help one another like there's people who want who want a Wendigo this week and GMs like help people get their first GMs done Uh, as the difficulty does rise a little bit help your fellow guardians people Hell, we're getting guardian ranks soon. That's going to be a whole different ballgame for people and help you get commended for helping your fellow guardian. So definitely lean into that. Be the light in the universe as it things as light falls. Be the last little bit of light. And we will catch you folks next week here at Cosmodrome Radio. We will see you starside. Peace out. Peace.